You're listening to the Live Happier Longer podcast, episode 25. Welcome to the Live Happier Longer podcast. We're your hosts, Molly Watts and Angela McDade. We are here to help you build the habits of a happier, longer life, starting now. Hey, Angela. Hey, Molly. How's it going? Not too bad. Excellent. Here on a beautiful Sunday evening in snow, or I should say, no, Mageddon. Snow, snow. No snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was supposed to hit. It just didn't. There was no. nothing. Not at least not where we are, right? I'm so sad. I know. Me too. <laughs> Honestly, just a bit. <laughs> anyway. I know. We are on our month-long talk about super agers. Yeah. And... As a part of that, we wanted to talk about habits because we focus on five daily actions that Mm -hmm. are supposed to build the habits of a happier, longer life. Yep. And all of our super agers have have carried out these habits of some sort throughout their life. Yeah. And they're great examples of Mm -hmm. what happens when you do successfully build habits. Mm -hmm. We came across a great book. Uh, We talked about the compound effect recently, a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks ago on the podcast. And now uh, we found Atomic Habits by James Clear. And it's called Atomic Habits, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results, An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones. And we thought that it was both. We just, I loved the book. It was great. Yeah, super interesting. James is very Mm science-based, and so we thought that as a part of our superagers discussion, it would be a great idea to talk about how to really build these habits. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about atomic habits. So James Clear, a little bit about him. Um, He is an author, a motivational speaker. He calls himself a photographer and an Mm -hmm. entrepreneur. Yeah. And really what inspired me about James was his story, where he came from. He was an athlete in high school and suffered a fairly catastrophic accident. Yes, really terrible, Mm -hmm. literally almost died Mm -hmm. and had some pretty horrific brain trauma. Yeah. And as a result of that, he had to really develop habits to Mm -hmm. recover from that that yeah. accident and it was it was a it was an ongoing process re- process yeah. yeah he went on to college and he continued to be involved with these habits and exploring mm-hmm. really he he became kind of a student of how he was building habits mm-hmm. and he was writing things down and really tracking his progress uh, throughout college when he in 2012 he decided he wanted to start a blog and share these habits that he had noticed yeah all yeah. the all the research or, or mm-hmm. whatever the the writings or the the um evidence that he had had in so these, his own years yeah. of recovery yeah. and so in 2012 he decided to start a blog i don't think ever really with the goal of it becoming what it has yeah and he's he also says that he never thought himself as a writer right um but he he set himself this Monday and Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. two times a week, he was going to yeah. publish an article. And he decided to commit to that and did it. 
consistently Mm -hmm. for the year of 2012. At the end of 2012, he had an email subscriber list for this newsletter of about 10,000 people, which starting from zero was impressive. And he went on then in 2013, 2014, continuing to publish these articles on Mondays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. He says that his whole focus is on how we can live better and self-improvement tips that are based in scientific research. Mm -hmm. That's what he focused on. As he continued to do this, by the end of 2014, after three years of publishing articles, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. his email list and his newsletter base had grown over to 100,000. People were recognizing him as a an expert mm-hmm. in habits and um, kind of the science of self-improvement. And he was, you know, being coached, coming into professional teams to talk to them, to big mm-hmm. companies. And in 2015, he got this book offer from Random House for the very book we're talking about, Atomic yeah. Habits. So what I love about that is that his whole process was doing mm-hmm the habit of writing, which then became evidence of the fact that he is a writer. He is, in fact, a writer. Right. Not like he was a writer and then he tried to do, you know, he just, Mm -hmm. he, 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 he became a writer by writing. And that's the thing that he does talk about. It's about who you become. Yeah. And about the fact that it's really, he talks about three levels of change as it relates to habits. One is an outcome-based change, and those changes are when you're just trying to lose weight, right? Mm-hmm. That's the outcome you want. Yeah. And those kind of habits are not usually as successful. The process change, which means I'm going to restrict the number of calories I mm-hmm. eat. I'm going to exercise more. It's all about the process. And then the identity, identity-based change, which is... I'm go- going to become a healthy fit, and healthy person. person. Yeah. Right. And it's those identity changes. You're who you wish to become emerges out of your habits Mm -hmm. so he became a writer out of the habit of writing yeah which is pretty cool and every action you take he says is a vote for For who you wish to become yeah Yeah. so that's just kind of a little bit of a background on him and where this all started but the the whole basis of habits and atomic habits is that they're small little actions that become part of a larger system and it's that system that you create and that you follow that really dictates what you will achieve yeah your outcome which your results and he says you won't rise to the level of your goals you will fall to the level of your systems mm-hmm. which i thought you know is pretty profound really i mean yeah. it's like i mean it's really and it makes total sense when you think about it Right, because you can think all day long about this lofty goal you have and how much you want to do this and how much you want to achieve, but if you actually aren't taking those If you take no actions, you will not achieve the goal. Right, and it's the whole compound effect. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that with our discussion on Darren Hardy's book, Mm -hmm. The Compound Effect, but really he says that habits are the compound interest of Mm self-improvement. They are. So that, I mean, that is gold right there. I, I love yeah. that. Habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. If you want to improve yourself, if you want mm-hmm. to live that happier, longer life, you have to develop the habits. Yeah. And that's the one thing it, he's very 
um, vocal about is a lot of these tiny habits. You don't get the you don't get the the outcome right now. It is a long term goal. Mm-hmm. He says small changes appear to make no difference until you cross a critical threshold. Mm-hmm. And the most powerful outcomes of any compounding process are delayed. You mm-hmm. need to be patient. Yeah. So, you know, if you you want better results, you need to focus on that system. You mm-hmm. don't focus on the outcome, the goal. Yeah, it's a bit like, I think we've, I've used this before, it's uh, life is not a destination, it's a journey. Yeah, right. And you have to focus on the journey. And, mm-hmm. and even though, you know, we say... With our five daily actions, when you move, learn, share, give, let go, you're going to feel better right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're really practicing those habits and if you're really taking action on them every day, you are mm-hmm. going to feel better. Yeah. But you are still working towards, you know, the goal. Yeah. Well, it's so live happier longer. We want the happier to be. Yeah. Right. Right now. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. but longer, it means that you are happier all the time as you live longer. (laughs) Right, exactly. And so that's, uh, you know, we are not going to, I should just put this out there right now. This book has a ton of information. information. And it's not actually a hugely long book. No, not at all. But it has so much great information. And some great great stories. And tips. um, Yeah, some great stories. Yeah, that were really um, compelling and and really enjoyable. Yeah, I think more than anything else. Because we we were chatting about this, how some of the things you were reading and going, oh yeah, I do that. Good job, me. And then other things you go, oh... I do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, I, I tend to look at everything and I'm always like, oh, I really need to mitigate. I'm, I'm always leaning towards, I'm mitigating these negative habits that I have, you know, mm-hmm. I'm looking for support and how to do that. Um, and this book definitely, I mean, shows both sides of it, how to yeah. create the good habit versus, and also how to Get, stop doing the bad. Yeah. And that's the thing it is, it's a, it's about both. Mm-hmm. You know, so that the idea is that you you set yourself up well, which is what we always talk about. We want people to set themselves up to succeed. Um, be at aging, right? Yes. To be a more successful mm. ager. Yeah. Yeah. And and what's interesting about this is that you're either getting one percent you can get one percent it's only one percent better, right? Every mm-hmm. day. You're that's it's not, not very, a huge, yeah, it's not a huge number, but mm-hmm. you can also get one percent worse if you're not paying mm-hmm. attention, right? any rate, we, like I said, we are not going to go into great depth. We're going to keep it kind of at the 10,000 foot level of mm-hmm. everything that he talks about. Highly encourage you to check out the book Atomic Habits or to at least subscribe to James Clear's newsletter, which is at jamesclear.com. Mm-hmm. So the very first thing that he kind of goes over is the habit loop. Mm-hmm. And that's really about understanding why our brains create habits in the first place, Mm -hmm. why we do the things that we do, you know, on a habitual basis. Yeah. And really, this is not something that this is something that, you know, our prehistoric brain has set up to help us. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. To help our brains become more efficient. Yeah. Because quite honestly, you know, we don't want to have to think about every single thing all the time. Mm -hmm. There's some things that need to be set on autopilot. Yeah, so that you can concentrate on the other things that do require more mental effort. Yes, exactly. And so really, our brains are trying to help us and protect us by creating habits. But much like anything, you know, habits are kind of a double edged sword, because they can work for us. Mm -hmm. 
or they can work against us. And so understanding how that happens is important. Mm -hmm. So the habit loop, basically, and this is nothing new. And he even says that this is stuff that's been around for a long time. And that's, that's the thing about his book. He pulls kind of what we do here. We pull lots of information from lots of different places that we read and we have learned over the course of Mm -hmm. their you know right we're distilling information from different places and and what he does is he distills this information from so many different places and like all the links are at the back all the yeah references are at the back of the book so if there's something that he hits on that you go oh i really want to read more about that all of that information is there which is super interesting yeah so and he's and he's very upfront about this he said this is not me that's yeah summing up all this this is information that's out there and and the habit loop is something i mean we've we've known and there's been plenty of science and study on it but just so that everyone in our audience understands Mm -hmm. how these habits come to be basically there is what he says calls it the cue which leads to a craving which leads to a response which leads to the reward and that's how a uh, habit is created. Yeah, either a good habit or, or a bad, or a bad habit. habit, right? Yeah, exactly. So the cue is something that triggers the brain to initiate the the behavior or initiate the mm-hmm. feeling, right? Mm-hmm. So that can be a visual clue. It could, I mean, it could be a cue, smell, not a clue, a <laughs> cue. <laughs> it could, yeah, exactly. It could be a smell. It could be a time. It could be you see something, right? Yeah, it, there's Just any of your sensory things that it picks up this cue yeah and it triggers a craving or an emotion Mm -hmm. and you're basically whether that's you know you want to you're usually well it's a want yeah it's a want want because you you want to feel differently you want to you know you're compelled Mm -hmm. right you take action to that is a result of that craving and then that your brain associates the whatever you've done as a reward for that craving. Mm -hmm. And so again, whether that's, uh, you know, for better or worse, right? If it's a good habit, (laughs) that's good. And if it's a bad, if it's a, you know, a habit that you're trying to get rid of, you're going to have to break into that cycle, Mm -hmm. especially at the craving point Mm -hmm. and take a different response. Because what he says is the craving itself, if it's for something bad, so... If, if you're stressed out, the cue is you're feeling stressed. The craving would be potentially you comfort eat. Yeah. Now, his thing is, is you're not necessarily craving the food that you're right. going to eat. You're craving the feeling that you get once you, once you eat the food. Which is to get rid of the stress. Yeah. So, and that, that's his thing is like the craving itself is associated with something else so that's that's where you can change it up mm-hmm. and you can change you can find another way rather than comfort eat you can find another way to relieve that stress be it a bubble bath a massage right something so that's his tip to get out of that perceived bad habit to get into a good cat habit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and these are any habits that you have basically this is how the habits get formed and how you know how it's established you, exactly yeah. and this habit loop is there for really any habit that you have good or bad mm-hmm. so he then goes on and really this is the the 
backbone of his mm-hmm. book is this framework yeah. on how to A, create a good habit mm-hmm. and B, how to prevent prevent negative ones or mm-hmm. to get rid of right mm-hmm. to how to break to one break it. yeah yeah so if he, it's a bad habit yeah yeah he has four laws and again it's not a long book but you know whoosh, there's 20 chapters so mm-hmm. you know again we're not going to go into um all of the detail of every single one of these but these laws that he calls them they're the laws basically of creating a good habit. And then the inverse, the inverse of those laws are how you break them. Mm -hmm. Right. So the first one that is a part of how to make an, uh, an action is basically a habit. He says is an action that has happened often enough to become automatic. Mm -hmm. So how do we do that? We want something to become automatic. We want a good habit. Uh, the first thing is make it obvious. Mm -hmm. And this was, I mean, fairly, self-evident mm-hmm. to me. I mean, when I'm listening to it or I was listening, you were reading. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I think it's uh, often overlooked. Mm-hmm. First and foremost is awareness. Yeah. And a lot of us are very, because these, because habits are very automatic. Yeah. You're not aware you're doing things. Mm-hmm. And so the very first thing is to become aware. And he recommends a habit record basically a scorecard. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. what he calls it. Habit scorecard that, um, you're going to write down everything that you do that you would consider a habit. Yeah. No just, judgment. Yep. Just write No it change, down. no nothing. Just, yeah. and it's just right there in front of you and you can look at it and see, okay, this is what I do. And then that's it. It's right in right. front of you. So that's part one of making it obvious. Part two is the implementation intention. Mm-hmm. So when you decide that you want to do, you know, you, you're trying to create a new habit, you can put it into implementation by saying with intention, I will do whatever, do this at this time in this place. Yeah. So, so you're setting yourself a time, a date to do this particular thing. Right. And it's making it an obvious, you know, intentional decision mm-hmm. to create the habit. Yeah. The third part of making it obvious was habit stacking. And that is when you try to marry a current habit with a new habit. So, something that you already do. So yeah. Something like if you, once you finish your dinner, you put your dish straight in the dishwasher right so you've already you're obviously eating dinner as the current Mm -hmm. habit and you want to start cleaning up after yourself as a consistent habit habit. right you just marry that putting it in the dishwasher with it Mm -hmm. so lastly on making it obvious is designing your environment and we both appreciated this because basically it's it's making the cues of good habits obvious and visible yeah so a good example he had of that was if there's a plate of cookies sitting on the table, you'll eat a cookie. So a better habit would be to have a bowl of fruit sitting on the table so you eat the fruit, which right. is better for you than the cookie. Right. So pretty pretty self-evident, but mm-hmm. it's all about designing your environment. And we'll get into this later, but creating mm-hmm. less friction to do yeah. so. Yeah. So that is the first law. Make it obvious. Second law, make it attractive. So this is all about 
basically making a new habit something that you want to do, right? That yeah. you're, you're encouraged to do. And he talks about how the culture that we are involved with influences how attractive habits are to us. Mm-hmm. We are drawn to habits that are popular with people that we are close to, our family, our friends, mm-hmm. the many, which is kind of society at large Mm -hmm. and then the powerful which are people that have prestige so these are ways to that that we follow in terms of making things attractive to ourselves Mm -hmm. so the first part of making it attractive was temptation bundling yes and that is all about pairing an action that you want to do with an action that you need to do and that's like finding something that it's like a carrot that you dangle yeah, in the front of your kind shelf. Of, yeah. And I was telling you that for me, that is uh, very evident with my use of the treadmill. Mm-hmm. I have, I love listening to the podcast, um, How I Built This with Guy Raz. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend. Um, I only let myself listen to it on the treadmill. Yeah. So that's your treat yep. for doing. Yep. It's mm-hmm. my temptation bundling. Yeah. That's how I get myself to go on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and then part two of Make It Attractive is to join a culture where your desired behavior is normal behavior. Mm. And that's, again, surrounding yourself with people who do the same thing that you want to be doing. Right, so like joining a gym. Yep. Or uh, joining a book Book club. club. Yep, joining a cooking club. Mm -hmm. uh, So, So that thing that you want to be doing, do it with people who do it. Right, as part of their, yeah. yeah, so pretty that's part of making it step two of making it attractive Mm -hmm. create a motivation motivation ritual do Mm -hmm. something you enjoy immediately before a difficult habit yeah and that's part three of making it attractive yeah so that's you know just again kind of setting yourself up for so you're putting yourself in a good place before you do something that you know you need to do yeah exactly the third law that uh this is all a part of again james clear and the atomic habits is the third law for creating a good habit is making it easy. <laughs> yeah, which is the bottom line. If it's too hard, you won't do it. Right, and I really actually loved this. I'm not going to go, I mean, we can go through step by step, but mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that I took away from mm-hmm. make it easy was that, you know, you have to start much smaller mm-hmm. than you probably than you probably think. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, you. he says, walk slowly but never backward. Um, habit formation is the process of the action becoming automatic and it's not the number of times you do it, but how long you've been doing it that builds the habit. So it's one of those things where you want to start small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he talks about habit shaping yeah, as in like this easily. Like, so if I want to create the habit of getting up every morning early, So Mm -hmm. the first thing I need to do is I need to address how I go to bed at night the night before. So he says, like, the first step is making sure you're home by 10 Mm p.m. Then it's make sure that you are turning off all devices by 10 p.m. Yeah, TV, Mm -hmm. social, you know, your phone, et cetera. Then it's that I'm in bed by 10 Mm p.m. And then it's that I'm asleep by 10 p.m. And then it's that I am waking up at 5.30 a.m., whatever it is. Yeah. And that, you know, it's each step of the way, it's mastering that small step first Mm -hmm. before you go on to the next that's going to actually create the habit. Yeah. Um, 
reduce friction. He says you need to decrease the number of steps between you and your good habits. Yeah, and again, that's just making things easier for yourself. Right. So if you're going to go to the gym, make it a gym that's on your way to work. Mm -hmm. If you're, you know, you, whatever it is, you don't want, you want to just decrease friction. And, and likewise, if you're trying to break a bad habit, you want to increase friction. Mm -hmm. So part two of the third law is priming the environment, which is. And that would be like, again, keeping on the gym situation is if you know you're going to the gym in the morning, have your water bottle ready, your workout gear ready, your shoes in your bag, Mm -hmm. everything that you need to go to the gym so that you get up and it's ready to walk out the door when you need it. Again, in in terms of making it easy, he talked about the two-minute rule. Mm -hmm. And I liked this a lot. It was downscaling your habits until they can be done in two minutes or less. And for a lot of us, for a lot of these, like even our five daily actions... You really can back those down and you can put them into just two minutes every day, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's that it's getting those first two minutes and then building upon that Mm -hmm. so that you're, you know, initially you may just be walking for two minutes, Mm -hmm. but then eventually you'll be walking for three days a week, 30 Mm -hmm. minutes, you know, you keep layering it on and that's how you create the habit is making it small. Yeah. Yeah. So he also says that the first, so we've talked about the first three laws, make it obvious, make it attractive and make Make it it easy. easy. Yeah. He says that these first three laws are what make the habit happen the first time. The fourth law is what makes it be repeated Mm -hmm. and that's make it satisfying. He talks about make it satisfying. One of the first things he says is use reinforcement, give yourself an immediate reward when you complete your habit. And we actually have our wonderful Five for Life Planner. Yeah. That has a weekly recap at the back. Mm -hmm. I mean, you daily, you're checking off and you're giving yourself that, you're writing down, which is giving yourself a positive Mm -hmm. reinforcement. right there. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the week, making those X's across the week and and saying that you've done each one, Mm -hmm. that's helping give yourself an immediate reward Mm -hmm. when the long-term benefit is further off. Yeah. 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 he says, make doing nothing enjoyable when you're avoiding a bad habit, design a way to see the benefits. Yeah. And like a bad habit would be if you watch too much TV. So he says, well, switch off the TV and and, and just yes. sit and relax. Yeah. And reward chat. yourself yeah, for just doing don't, nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to just sit and relax, but do something different from watching TV. It's okay just to sit and do nothing. Yeah. And see the benefit of that mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, trying to fill it with something else. Mm-hmm. And then the third one of make it satisfying is a habit tracker. And for us, we actually have that in our planner. Yeah. Um, but his thing is, if, you, if you're if you physically looking at it, you can see those little X's on the box mm-hmm. um, as each box is filled. And you, his thing is, if you can imagine all these little X's, they join up and they link together. Mm-hmm. His thing is, don't, don't break, break the, the chain. chain. Yeah. And he's very uh, adamant about this. He says, never miss twice. Um, it's not missing the first habit that ruins you. It's the spiral of repeated mistakes. Yeah. And sometimes you can't, you right. know, things happen and, right. and you can't always do what you want to do when you do it. Um, but the thing is, you have to get back. Get back on it as quickly Mm -hmm. as you can. He he says, missing once is an accident. Missing twice is the start of a new habit, which is usually the bad habit. And, you know, successful people, people that really 
uh, you know, even like our super agers, right, yeah. are people that rebound quickly mm-hmm. and um, they continue to come right back to their to their habits. Yeah. So um, that's really the the um, mentality of creating these habits. One of the things that I really liked about what he said, too, is we tend to get this all or nothing kind mm-hmm. of mentality. And so if we can't run three miles on a specific day, then we you don't just give do up. it. Yeah, go, we don't do anything it, at all. Yeah. And he would say, you know, if you can't run three miles, go out and walk for 10 minutes. It's mm-hmm. the, you know, you're, you're, it's, it's the continual and build on it. Well, and, and it's the continual day to day action that, you know, when you show up on your bad days, it, it's even more important. And it's, it, he says, lost days hurt you more then successful days help you. Yeah. And his thing about showing up every day, he describes it as a vote for the right. person that you want to be. Right. So if, if if you show up every day to the gym or whatever it is you're you're trying to, to build on, if you show up every day, you're going, Yep, this That's, is the person I, am a person I want that to be. I am a an active fit person. Yeah, I'm a fit person if mm-hmm. it's about writing I am a writer Mm -hmm. and it's if you're continuously doing these things and he refers to this as when you change your identity and most people talk about goals that they have and they talk about the Mm -hmm. outcomes so they want to write a book or they want to lose weight or they want to run a marathon and what he says is you have to flip that and it's not about the outcome initially it's about the person you who want does to be. Those things, yeah. You know, so who yeah. who runs marathons? Right. Runners, runners run marathons. Who writes book? Writers. Right. So you have to become a writer, become a runner. Right. And that's where you start. It's the identity you start with, and then the next thing is the process. So then, to become a runner or become a writer, you have to show up and run and write and run right? and write. Yeah. You know, and then it's by finding that identity going through the process then you actually meet that outcome and you achieve what it is you want to achieve and that was one of his big things um again it's back to all those systems that you set in place Mm -hmm. that you have to become that person to achieve those goals right and basically the inverse of all of these things that we just talked about he talks a lot about and we won't I'm not going to go into that here I'm going to suggest that everybody either again go read this book but basically all the laws that he has make it obvious make it easy make it um, attractive I reversed those sorry make Mm -hmm. it obvious make it attractive make it easy make it satisfying the inverse of all of those is how you break bad habits you Mm -hmm. make them invisible you make them unattractive you make them difficult and you make them unsatisfying yeah kind of the two sides of the same coin yeah he talks a lot about whether or not in terms of habits being aware mm-hmm. and are your old habits serving you? Mm-hmm. And he talks a lot about reflection and review and why habits, again, they make it easy to do things without thinking, but the downside is that we lose awareness mm-hmm. and to be conscious over time of your performance. Yeah is really how you achieve yeah. remarkable results. Yeah, and, and he suggests that you actually take a time out to really look at your habits 
and like do that on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. He says that he does it twice a year. Mm-hmm. You know, so what you want to do is take a time out, examine what you do and how you do things and what you want to, the person that you want to be and how that fits into the things that you are you are doing. Mm-hmm. And obviously we're talking a lot about how to create the habits of a happier, longer life. We have a great planner that we use to track those habits on a daily basis, on Mm -hmm. a weekly basis, over the course of a year. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is it's those actions, not, you know, the tracking Mm -hmm. is important, but it's the actions, it's the actual doing of them that, that are what are going to build up over time. And I think that's the biggest takeaway from this book Mm -hmm. was that it's remarkable what you can build if you just don't stop. Mm -hmm. And small habits just don't add up. They compound Mm -hmm. over time. Tiny changes for remarkable results. And that's really, I mean, (laughs) it is. And it's so important because I feel like that's just like the underlying theme of our five daily actions you know mm-hmm. we say all the time these aren't these they aren't hard mm-hmm. doesn't mean extremely there's not, complex right it's not yeah. hard it doesn't mean that it's necessarily easy to do it mm-hmm. but they're really simple yeah. in there and and the other thing that he says is you know you don't have to be perfect all the time his whole thing is just keep doing it some days you'll have good days and some right. days you'll have bad days but if you're showing up and you're doing it then you're consistently going to get better mm-hmm. at the thing. And he said, you know, he always says, like, put in your reps. It's a matter of repeat, repeat, repeat. Mm-hmm. So if you keep doing the thing, then then that's when those habits form. That's when you become good at it. And that's when you become the person that you want to be. That's, yeah. Whether you're the super rager or mm-hmm. the writer or the runner or mm-hmm. whatever it is, we hope that it's that you have... Uh, lived a happier longer life yeah yeah well this has been super fun i love this book folks atomic habits by yeah, james and we, Clear. and we really have we have just brushed the surface yeah. <laughs> there's so many great examples of of everything that we just spoke about and it gives you a real sense of you know how relatable all of these things are this is stuff that you just have to look at yourself and you can totally connect with what he's saying and you can you can make changes and yeah make good habits and break bad ones by just following this these great this guidelines yeah. He has. yeah yeah so we will link everything in our show notes and we are so excited honestly about some of the people that we have uh coming up here that mm-hmm. we're going to be talking to literally some people inspiration yeah, yeah some people that have really achieved some great things in life and some other, you know, some great science behind everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a lot of things that we're looking forward to talking to all of you about. In the meantime, check out Atomic Habits by James Clear or go to www.jamesclear.com for more on everything that we've talked about here tonight. Until next week. Yep. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Live Happier Longer podcast. Now it's time to move, learn, share, give, and let go. Five daily actions to make the rest of your life the best of your life. See you next week. So just a quick word before you go. 
If you haven't already clicked that subscribe button on our podcast, we would love you to do that. And we would also appreciate any feedback you have for us. Positive ones would be excellent. More appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> what well, we'll take anything you have to say. And for a free copy of the Five for Life Planner, head to fiveforlifeplanner.com and download your free PDF today.